You're tuned into Art Goon Radio, brought to you by UTB Worldwide. Download our app, available in the Apple App Store and the Google Play Store. It's just a lifestyle. Don't trip. It's the man with the plan. I ain't caught kept some of the ladies do call me Superman. It's your boy, Big Cali. We're our goon, two-step shoddy. It's your boy, Momo the Great. And this is Art Goon Radio, man. Feeling good, feeling great. Another one. Coach K still looking for his hat. Can't forget that. So, you know, he can't be No, he couldn't. He couldn't make it. You got to find the hat. It's more important. The hat is somewhere to be found. So, that, so let's just all look for that hat. It's very little. Yep. It's small. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, um, we're bringing in you another one, man. Um, we got a, a very special episode today. Very special guest that we met. Actually, this, this young lady we met on tour while in Minnesota. She showed yep. us her city, showed us around, took us to some of the bars out there, and we really always kept in contact. She was one of our distant UTV family that was on the other side of the country. We always hit her up every time she's in Cali. We met at Camp Flogna. We always, every time, we always linked up. But yep. I hit her up because I seen a video of her getting arrested in front of her house. Now, she is not a criminal. I know criminals. I know a lot of people who are crooked. She's probably one of the most sweetest, nicest people you'll ever meet. Give you the shirt off her back. Like, last dot, like, one of them kind of just good people. And literally, she was getting arrested in front of her house, and I was like, oh, my God, what is she, like, what the hell's going on? And it was because of the social injustice and stuff that's going on and just backlash and everything going on in Minnesota because of, you know, the murder of George Floyd. So I hit her up. I was like, hey, man, I would love for you to come on the show. It's just literally tell us about what's been going on in Minnesota from day when George Floyd died and on. Like, like what have you been? I'm sure it ain't like Minnesota ain't home like it is. Oh, um, I mean, it's definitely calmed down. I'll say that much. Well, aside from they just tore down today, the Columbus statue at the Capitol. So, I mean, I guess they're still going. Oh, that was like, in Minnesota? Well, they did it somewhere else first, wherever the other one was. And then Minnesota was like, oh, we should probably do that, too. And then they did it as well. So Damn. that happened today, um, which is funny because earlier in the day, I was actually listening to NPR. And they were talking about how they were discussing how to remove it. And then, like, a couple hours later, they just ripped that shit down. Couldn't take it. <laughs> nope. So that's the one that got beheaded, or that's the one that it got. No, um, they didn't behead that one, as far as I know. It just got like ripped off of its platform. Damn, I just picture when beheaded, it was crazy. They're doing <laughs> they everything. Do they, they had to get a saw. <laughs> saw or what they do? They're a saw or an axe or what? <laughs> I think they might have just took it with, like a sledgehammer, just triple H. They would have had to use like a power tool or something. You said just triple H. That's fucking crazy. <laughs> So, the from what I'm hearing, when George Floyd actually got murdered, it happened months ago, or it happened like a month or two ago. Or did it happen like right then and there? No, it happened on Memorial Day. So it's been what? Damn, I didn't know that. Two weeks? Yeah, it happened on May 25th. That's yeah, great. it was on May 25th. Um, and then the so like re- recap that first, day for us, man. Like from what you remember. Um, so I didn't hear anything that day. I heard about it the next morning and I saw the video and I was like, Oh my God, that's super fucked up. I was like, what did I just watch? Like, right. cause that video was circulating. And then at that point the police had already been fired, um, or let go or whatever. Cause that video had gotten out. Um, and then there was a protest that night, um, cause obviously they, you know, everybody wanted these people to be arrested, which they weren't arrested. They were just let go from their jobs, which is any other person in the world. If that was you and them on camera, you'd be in jail immediately. Quick. You wouldn't get yep. to go home and hang out. How about like, this? You might be in jail for just for being there. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, like just because it's probable cause, so they could do whatever they want. They would, they would be able to hold you for at least what is it, thirty six hours or something like that, um, without like reason. 
before even charging you. So, but they didn't do that to him. So that night there was a protest. Protests led into the first looting, which happened at the liquor store across the street from the precinct where mm-hmm. Derek Chauvin worked at. And um, then that's kind of where just all just manifested from there. It was like a continuing upward hill of just like chaos just unveiling from everywhere because people were pissed about what was happening and not happening at the same time. Right. So, I mean, you know, the next day it led to like looting, more looting, more looting, more protests, like all over the city, like protests in different parts of the city, not just Minneapolis. Like they had protests outside of the uh, attorney's house who was going to be, you know, taking on his case. They had a uh, uh, protest outside of his house, which was the first protest I went to was on that Wednesday. Cause I didn't go on that Tuesday night, but I had friends that went. Mm. Um, so I went to Derek Chauvin's house first when he was, while he was still uh, there and hadn't been arrested yet. And Damn. so it wasn't like, it was before they had the national guard there, like everything like that. Like they had maybe like 10, 12 cops there when I was there. Was so Derek had, Chauvin the one that actually killed him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the one in the video with his name on his neck. Wow. Um, then, and I mean, so then on Wednesday, it's crazy because I went over to the precinct later that day and it was still standing, you know? Like, you know, they were on top of the roof, freaking firing rubber bullets at people firing flashbangs, doing the whole bang. People have their arms in the air, screaming, you know, hands up, don't shoot, you know, say his name, George Floyd, like you name it, like very peaceful. Right. It became not peaceful though on their behalf when they started to just tear gas everybody. Like, I don't think I've been tear gassed that many times, like in one location yeah. for doing nothing. Like, I was just it'll never happen again. Peacefully yeah. protesting. Yeah, I, not, I mean, not causing a ruckus, not no, looting, like not nothing. Like it, it we were in like front that. of the police station protesting, like peacefully. There was looting happening all around us. Don't get me wrong, but we were in the middle of an intersection, and the looting was going on. Like it wasn't happening right there. So it's not like that. <laughs> Here's the funny thing, though. Like everybody that was looting from Target, they were bringing over like the flat screens and like the bins and everything to make a barrier against the wall that the police station put up so that they couldn't get shot with the bullets anymore. So they were using it as shields, basically. Yes, yes. They were using, stealing things from the target to use as shields. That's kind of like a, well, in your face, we don't actually want this shit. We're just doing this because we're pissed. Wow, that's a common mis un, like I, I would say misunderstanding from what I've seen. Yeah, yeah, they and I mean they don't tell you that on you know the TV that these a lot of these people weren't taking the things. They were like wheeling them over in carts and like using them as shields so that the police couldn't come through and just wow. like you know ram people consistently because that's what they were doing the night before, where they would like start to charge you. And it's like once you took away all that space, like they couldn't do anything. They were kind of left defenseless. Was it? I don't know. Sorry if I'm over talking. Oh no, it's fine. I feel like I'm over talking because. Nah, but I mean, I'm trying to I'm trying to paint a picture so that you guys can actually like hear what it was like, but be able to see it in your head. Yeah, because on the TV screen it looked horrific, but it looked almost like very resemblance of like the older times of like Selma and like yeah. the Rodney I Kings mean, and the Watts riots and I mean everything everybody was everybody that I was around was very chill um that night at least um so then later on I like left for a few hours because after getting tear gas you know three times in a row I was like okay I need to give my eyes a break I'm gonna go home eat something come back in the time that I left, which was only like 45 minutes and went back, the police station was on fire. Oh, they, sure. and they started the police station on fire to the point where the police that were on top of the building had to be airlifted out 
because they yeah, I saw that on, I saw that on MSNBC. Yeah, they were yeah, they. So I like went back and I was just like, oh my god, I'm like this is insane. I was like, I saw that AutoZone when it wasn't on fire. I saw that police station when it wasn't on fire. Like I have pictures of them, just like you know, as like still standing, like really fucked up. But like now they're just they ain't there no more. And like, just like people making like new barriers in the streets so like the cops can't ram through that one. Like, just like fires building, like chaos. Like people just like, literally, like, I think my favorite thing to see was like people going down the streets with like carts and in the carts, you would see like things for their kids and like just people grocery shopping. And it's just like, people are actually out here buying like normal stuff, like yeah, things yeah, they yeah. need, maybe that they can't afford, like, you know? So it's not like, or like they're gonna share it with their neighbors or whatever. So it's like, it's not like they're out here Kind of brought the community like, together yeah. in a way. It's like, they're not getting impractical things. They're getting things they need, like maybe things that they haven't been able to afford to buy themselves in a while. Like, especially right now. Like, I mean, we, we were inside for the last like three months. I mean, a lot of people didn't get any money during that time. So yeah, I seen people like with just carts full of like meat and like different yeah. food. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, like people are a lot of the looting. People are grabbing stuff and bringing it like water bottles and stuff for people to. Yeah, actually. yeah, exactly. People were taking the looted stuff from Target to set up medic tents for the people that were getting hit with rubber bullets and the tear gas and everything or like wow. injured in other ways and treating them with these things that they took from Target and Cub and Aldi because yeah. it was stuff that we needed to like keep going. Yeah. Like they were just set up everywhere. It's crazy because right. like, I had protested out here and it was peaceful, but like every protest I've been to or any of my friends have been to, like every time the cops have been the aggressive. Yep. Uh, we were really chilling, yeah. like, just outside. People were trying to talk. Somebody was having a conversation with the cop. He was, like, telling them how disgusted he was with what was going on. And he literally yeah. gave the rest of the team the okay to charge at it. So, like, we're all trying to hear him. And then, like, three seconds later, we're all getting charged at by yeah. uh, like the SWAT team with 30. Like, it was crazy. And then once you kind of separate, it's kind of hard to yeah, bring it's hard to get together and keep that yeah. same it's yeah. Wild. I mean, I, I had it happen a couple times like that, but I'll get to that later. Um, but so then Thursday was like a similar kind of thing. Um, you know, people were all over looting, except for that. At that point, they have moved. Um, so on that Wednesday, they also moved, started to move further down Lake Street, like further down into like towards, I guess, more like businesses and just like more down one of the main roads so then they were they were just taking over more buildings than whatever um everybody was just grabbing what they could you know just literally expressing how they feel like is the best way to say it. like this is just you know everybody's pissed that's how they're showing it but then on friday when i like thursday everybody had moved to st paul so they took the light rail like, so they took our Metro Transit system and everybody was like, oh, everybody's headed to St. Paul. So then everybody- St. Paul from- um, So it's the Twin Cities. So it's like Minneapolis and then St. Paul is technically the capital. Uh -huh. uh, so it's, they're right next to each other. Like exactly. you can, you know, you can, it's like 10 minutes from my Got house you. by car. Gotcha. Um, and then I hit the St. Paul border, but- um, the area that they were in is maybe like 20 minutes from my house. And it's like another main stretch, but uh, they have like targets over there, Foot Locker, T-Mobile, like it's a big shopping area. You name it, they got it. Um, so then everybody was there looting, but it was like daytime. Like I'm talking like it's 12 p.m. I'm outside just standing, looking around like we're, we're doing this. Okay, cool. Um, and then just continuing on with my time, you know, doing whatever I was doing at that point. I'm not going to say I was or wasn't anticipating. That doesn't matter. Um, but um, I was having a great time regardless of what I was doing. 
Uh, it was really weird watching cops just watch everybody run around with everything and not do anything. That was really weird because you'd look like people would look at them and be like, are they going to chase us or are they just going to block traffic? And they didn't do anything. They just stay in their cars like because there was nothing that they really could do. Yeah. Um, there's too many people. <laughs> so, you know, they're but essentially like outnumbered by right. who knows how many. Um, but so that was really interesting to see during the day because I'd only seen everybody doing it at night before. So, and like these buildings were on fire during this time too. So like people are just running in and out of them. Like there's smoke going. Wait a minute. So it's going going buildings on fire. Yeah. Yeah. People are just like, yeah. People are just like, I got to get these things. Like it, it looks like you're like the building got bombed. Like that's how it looks when you go in there and you're like, okay, there's, things everywhere like everything half the shit's knocked over half of it's not like i saw you when you had that on your videos on your instagram yeah. you were showing it. it was like it was like flooded in there and yeah yeah some of the places were flooded some of them weren't like it's just crazy and the but the cops never went to any of those locations they would never show up because they were too busy like holding down other areas i guess so like so they're just letting the chance of yeah yeah like there was really nothing they could do like at the third precinct they couldn't do anything because they were trying to hold down the precinct so they were like all right well peace out to all these businesses and then eventually they had to give up that too and then i don't know where they went from there they probably went to go shoot bullets at protesters somewhere so <laughs> that's crazy so like when was it that you got to your the place where your house and you got an interaction with the police right? so that was after so on friday night i started after going out because it started getting closer and closer to my house so at that point i was like okay shit like it's getting pretty close to my house like people are starting to burn garbage cans in residential areas um, another police station got like somewhat taken over the fifth precinct. Um, they like, that's when it was like starting to get like really crazy. And I was like, okay. Um, that was also the weekend that they started talking about white supremacists, the KKK, everybody come into town. So it was getting like really insane here. Like you had multiple enemies that like, you really felt like you were watching out for at that point. Um, so I started watching like every, the area with my neighbors around our house, like and, and around the block with the whole everybody that lives in this building, and then like three more buildings that are next door to me. So we all knew each other. We all knew what we were doing, and then we started doing that on Friday night and just kind of going from there. Before that, I had never met any of these people. I'd like to say so wow. that in <laughs> itself that like this thing like this the death of george floyd which has in terms in my opinion started a revolution like has made it so that i met all these people that i never knew before i've been living in this building for almost two years and i'm like a little bit of a loner but not really like i don't communicate with people if i don't need to um yeah. and you know i needed to at this point and now i know more people than i would have ever probably known in this area had none of this ever happened and honestly i'm a little thankful for that because if it wasn't for them like i probably would have went to jail so i am very thankful that i've met all the people that i've met over the past like week and a half two weeks now so then after that Monday night rolls around. Um, at this point, I'd already gotten chased down the street by a mysterious car by um, who we assume were the uh, proud, some proud boys that were chasing me and two of my friends. That happened like two days before that. We got chased uh, after being followed on our bikes. And we had to like run into the back door of my house because we like noticed that they were following us. And then they sped up around this corner and then ended up going back across. Um, really slow past our door because they saw where we ran inside. So at that point we were like, okay, fuck this. Like we had to start watching the house. So then we're doing that. And, you know, we have a few encounters with people that are walking by, like that just don't live here. Like we're really pressing people that like walk by the house. Like we know you don't live here. Like you stand out like a sore thumb, like where are you going? What is your purpose here? You know, really questioning people. And a lot of people get uncomfortable they don't say anything or they have an answer 
and it just doesn't work. Like this one person we asked, you know, we're like, what are you doing here? It's one in the morning. Why are you walking around when there's a curfew? Because we had a curfew at that point already and curfew had started at 8 p.m. So there was no reason for him and his friend to be out walking around with these big ass backpacks. Like they did not look like they were homeless. They did not, you know, they just looked like they were not from here. And they're just like, oh, our hotel's an hour away, but like our car is like, has like, it's dead or something like that, or it has a flat tire. And we're like, why is your hotel an hour away? Like, that doesn't make any sense. Like, nah. why could you not get a hotel closer than that? Like, it, it just didn't make any sense. And so then they continued on and we saw them a few more times. And like, every time we saw them, we would like, you know, make them know that we saw them. So nothing ever happened with them, but because I think we all scared them away because they knew that they were being watched. Um, we stopped multiple people from going into the Walgreens and like restarting it on fire during that time because that thing, the alarm was going off for like five days. And I live kitty corner to it, so I would hear that shit the entire time. Like it was just high pitched. That thing was on fire for like three days. Nobody came and did anything. And, like, that's why we were sitting outside, too. We're like, let's make sure that, like, once they put it out, like, nobody goes back and starts on fire. Yeah, because if, if no fire departments or no police or anything. Yeah, nobody was put responding. It out, put it out. Those responding to anything over there, you know, if someone busts yeah. into your house. Yeah, they're not coming. That's it. Like, I, I wouldn't call them anyways. I wouldn't feel comfortable. Like That's great. That's where we're at right now in society. But, and so then... Monday night rolls around and like early, like a few hours before this incident occurred, we actually, our friend was leaving our house and he was like, Hey, we need look outside. There's some sketchy van with no license plates. Cause that's what a lot of them have. It was either no license plates or out of state license plates. So like we were seeing like a tremendous increase of that over time. Like, because that's what, you know, people from out of state were showing up in and like, or they would be switching license plates out. So, like, we even saw a couple that was like a different, like a New York one in front, Wisconsin, and back. What? what? Yeah, <laughs> like it was crazy. Like, yeah, I have no. videos of some of these cars, and I'm just like, what? Like, where where are you actually from? Like, you're clearly not from here, and you're. But you feel crazy. like just a just a side note. You feel like those could have been planted people or planted things to maybe ignite things, or because I've been hearing that it could have been it could have been that. It could have been people coming from out of state because they were trying to keep order in our state. Like there were so many like people that were like from the KKK coming up here that were like, you just seem riding up and down the street. Like Thursday, like the biggest flags you've ever seen just trailing off of the back of their trucks. Like not from here at all. Like coming from the sticks, like, just because they think that there's going to be chaos ensuing. Like the North side during this entire time, which they also don't tell you about was like literally a battle zone because that's where a lot of the white supremacists would go. Like, wow. yeah, like I would be able to look, like I was looking it up on this app I have on my phone, like every single night, like it would be like every few hours, like you'd see at least, you know, a handful of shootings within an hour. Like, and they didn't report on any of that. They would be like, oh, things are starting to calm down. No, nothing was calming down. Like, it was more insane than ever. But, so then Monday rolls around. Is the north side a more more poverty area? Or like, what's yes. about the north? Yes, it is. Um, that would be, yeah, it's, there, it's more, there's more poverty over there. There's a lot of, like, low-income housing. Um got you you know the businesses are like a lot of people but they didn't show that on yeah, the news are boarded up and at stuff all like that they didn't no, show none of they that don't show all. that they don't they only show like the popular areas because you know the destination spots and it's like the people that are pissed about those areas don't live here so yeah. why does it matter like you you drive into the city to work you don't actually live here so you shouldn't get upset about what you're seeing um but so me and my friends were sitting outside, you know, curfew had at that point got switched to, you had to be in by 10 PM. Um, but, and they had changed it so that you could actually be on your porch though. They had to like 
because a couple of days previous to that, the National Guard shot at people on their porch into their house with rubber bullets. And that was caught on camera. Um, so they had to like go change their wording for the curfew to where it says if they tell you to go inside, you have to go inside. Well, that night, like just like every other night, we're sitting on the porch. I'm recording everything as I was. I would always record their like Humvee, Humvee units going by every single night, multiple times a night. They would even wave at us at times, but I don't know what it was about that night. It just felt different when they were going by. Like they just looked at us like a little weird where like it just felt off. And I was like, but I ignored it. And then the next thing I know, um, I looked to my right because they must have gone like around the block and circled back. And my friend's like, oh, shit, they're back. And then I'm just like, oh, yeah. And like, I don't run or react or anything because why? I'm not doing anything wrong. Why would I have any reason to react to a cop being right there if I'm not doing anything. So all of a sudden the lights on the top of the cop car turn on. They all come zooming around the corner. Like runs in my front door and um, cause I live in an apartment building. So he runs through the first glass door and we had it propped open with a garbage can so we could just push it open. I didn't need keys for that. I live there. Why would I need my keys? Then I go through the se- the second door, and um, that's where you would actually see the apartment building at, like or the apartments separated. So I'm touching my doorknob at this point with my right hand, and the next thing I know is my left arm is being like I'm being ganked out of my house. Like I'm already touching where I live, you know. Like I could easily just like step inside my door, but I don't. Um, so he starts pulling me out of like my front entrance area of my apartment building onto the porch. And that's when you see, like, at this point, I'm already yelling. And I'm like, hey, I'm like, I live here. Like, I was just on my porch. Like, what are you doing? And he's like, you're under arrest. Like, you're going to jail. And I'm like, for what? Like, I have literally been standing on my porch the entire time. Like, I'm still, like, resisting at this point. So immediately, and I'm, like, screaming because I'm like, Maybe even they might see something out the window and be like, oh, somebody must have done something. Like, I'm just going to go back inside, brush it off like nothing happened. And so I'm just like, if I don't start screaming and get somebody to get like my neighbors to look out the window to see what's happening right now, like I'm going to jail or they're going to freaking beat me up. I don't know. I mean, I saw what they were doing to all the protesters that I was at the protest for. You know, like they could have done anything. I mean, I saw like later in the middle of the video when they have us in cuffs, you see the one guy getting ready to mace the guy sitting on his ass. Like, what is he doing? His hands are behind his back. That's not necessary. So just things like that, like already were ingrained in my mind where I'm like, if I don't start yelling, we're all screwed. Um, So I start screaming. And then like my two upstairs neighbors, both in their different apartments. So they both look out the window and start recording. Thank God that they did because those videos are going to save my life in the future, probably, I feel like, because yeah. I'm I plan I'm pressing charges. So yeah. um I re- like I've already started to talk to a lawyer about so it. So they just yanked you up and then for no reason. Yep, and then uh, as I'm like on my stomach screaming, kicking there, the one guy is like, has his knee on my back and like, he's like inching it closer towards like my shoulders and like the top of my, like the back of my neck. And this I'm, is like, a grown man. No. This is a grown man. Like a man that's like, you know, he was probably like six, three, six, four, like pretty built, bald head. Like you can see him in one of the videos. Like he's like the taller guy but mm-hmm. like a skinhead <laughs> honestly <laughs> um and so he so i end up moving so that i end up somehow putting myself in the fetal position on my side and then they have to like essentially start all over and then another guy comes over 
And then they, I, they have another guy on my legs, so I can't move anymore. And I'm still just like screaming and screaming. And then eventually they get me to stand up and they're like walking me down the, my porch steps. So you see that in the video that's online, the Facebook one, you can see that in the video. Um, that's still our property that the porches are, you know, that's within our yard yeah, line. Yeah. Um, then they have me standing out on the slab of cement for a while, which is still on our, in our yard technically. And then they walk me out on the sidewalk. At that point, they start asking me my name and they're just like, what's your name? And I'm just like, I'm not telling you my name. I was like, for what? I'm like, I didn't do anything. I was like, I'm not giving you my name. And they're just like, well, if you don't give us your name, you're going to be staying uh, in jail until you do. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> it was like, I'm not giving you my name. And then they're just like, would you have any ID on you? And I'm like, no. And they're just like, why don't you have an ID on you? I'm like, cause I live here. Why would I need to carry a wallet if I live here? Like, yeah, yeah. why would I need any of that? And they're just like, well, where are your keys? How are you going to get back in? And I'm just like, again, I live here. You, you rolled past us and saw that the door was propped open. Like when nothing changed in that time besides when he went in to grab me and then the door shut behind him. Like that, that's it. Um, so then they start trying to give me and tell them that my name. I don't, I don't tell them my name. Um, eventually I tell them my first name, but I don't tell them any, like my last name or anything. I mean, I realized they could still find me if they really wanted to, but I just was like, no, if I don't say it, it doesn't really count. Um, so, cause I just didn't want them to be able to like come back and identify me, which that didn't matter anyways, because apparently they were keeping an eye on me. They told me after that. Um, Wait, so, so they've been watching you the whole time there? Yeah, I changed my work schedule so that I don't go out at night anymore. Cause they threatened to send me to jail if I'm out past her view. What? Yeah, they Crazy. said that. Yeah, and I'm like, for what? Like for exercising my Fourth Amendment right to protect my property, like you can't do that. That's um, crazy. Yeah, if I was, you know, a random white guy on the street with an AK-47 holding down a fucking business, they wouldn't have said shit. That's because um, you see, pro, you see, you like, see all the photos like, of them yeah. everywhere, like yeah. loaded up and ready to go, and they don't do anything. Because they're hired. And I'm like, how is what I was doing any different? I had a flashlight and a phone. What? And I, like, ooh, what am I going to do with that? I mean, I had other people with me, but, yeah. um, you know, wow. I had a flashlight and a phone. So, I, what, what am I so going to do with that? What's going on moving forward now, like, for you, like, with that? So, eventually, like, after they let me go, um, they, I mean, I was in those cups forever. To, like I had bruises on my wrist after they took me out of there because, you know, they had me in them for so long trying to tell me that I was on the sidewalk. Um, that was their reason for arresting me, which was complete BS. I was not on the sidewalk because I knew the rules. So I knew not to get myself caught in a position where anybody could fuck with me essentially and but you were protecting your home because there yeah. was looters and there was unidentified vehicles yeah. <laughs> like earlier that day you. yeah earlier that day this guy ran up the back of our porch and was potentially trying to either break in or start a fire we don't know um and then because we saw on the next door app which is like a community app like my friend sent me a picture like two days after that same person that a couple people had written about of them of this guy trying to break their house and like i saw that same person earlier that day he also was carrying a gun so i mean like i have i have reason for concern like i was sitting outside for a reason uh you know after they let me go they said that they had six different like individual units watching me and if i was out past curfew i was going to jail so Obviously, that scared the living shit out of me. And, like, I that still scares me, even though we don't have a curfew right now. And, like, a lot, like, the amount of presence has, like, diminished. It's not, you know, it's not gone by any means. Like, there's still a lot of activity, I feel like, with cops and 
Are you still um, saying those identify, unidentified vehicles and people and stuff around? Some, but I feel like a lot less. Um, there's a few I've seen that just like have been sitting there and they haven't moved. So I feel like maybe people left them. Um, cause there's this one that I specifically have been going past so many times already over the last week and it, the car hasn't moved, but it has brand new plates. And I'm just like, okay, well, I don't know why, like how this car just hasn't moved from this exact spot over a week. Wow, man. But, well, I'm glad you actually were, at least you didn't have to like go to jail or nothing yeah. like crazy. No, I know. Um, the crazy thing was it, I hadn't even watched the entire video because watching it for those first few days, like just even seeing it, like that shit was traumatizing. Like I was like, I can't even, I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I don't want to watch it. Like that was fucked up. Like eventually I watched the whole thing though. Like after I went inside and I didn't realize that like all my neighbors go out on the porch while the cops are still out there and the cops don't do anything to them. Um, I also see in the video, my one neighbor's act, my one neighbor actually walks up um, on the sidewalk, like out of nowhere. And they didn't put him in cups. And he was standing there the same, around the same time that we were. And I'm just like, what the, f- why? Like so they chose you and not your neighbor. Basically. Yeah. It's, it's and I'm just like, shoes. I'm like, this is a white boy over here. And then there's me. Yeah. Like, okay, cool. Crazy. Yeah. Um, but I mean, since they put the other, since they charged the other four, like the amount of like, uh, police presence has gone down that like, at least I've noticed, like, I haven't seen like, you know, rows and rows of cop cars driving. Like I was like, where you'd see like 25 at a time, like it'd be like 20, like you'd have like 10 cops with like eight national guard, giant trucks. Like you got the tankers rolling down the street, like just out the front of your house 24 7 like it was weird seeing that like especially seeing them watch you so disturbing like because they just all look so sinister they like and you just don't trust them um that has gone down so you don't see that many people like that um doing that anymore Mm -hmm. uh i haven't really seen as many like people that i feel like don't belong now it's a lot more i would call them brown nosers uh, that are just you know coming from you know out in the sticks to minneapolis to see all the the chaos and destruction that's happened to to their city and like people posing in front of it to take like pictures and i'm like this is weird wow like that's the weirdest thing to see now is like when you see like a dad go tell his like 12 year old kid from like I don't even know a diner like go stand in front of the burn precinct. Go take a photo. Like what? This so is like, history. Go, but it's just so weird to like because these are the same people that are complaining about the city being burned down that they don't live in. That so caused it's like, a lot of the police. Yeah, to come in where they where they just obvious they don't understand even why these things that happened happen. Like they're the same people that are like. Like, I agree with the cause, but, like, I wish that they wouldn't do this. Or, like, what, you know? Yeah. Where they don't really, they're just saying that because they don't want to come off a certain way. On a, I, I don't know um, how you guys feel, but I was just, I had a question is, do you feel any positivity, probably, possibly, that come from this? Because, oh. like, even... It's, it's a lot of craziness. That was a lot of negative. That was a lot of craziness, but I, yeah, I'm just wanting I mean, I think that Minneapolis has become like more community driven than ever because of this. Like, it's brought out so many like different like organizations that have started to be able to like feed the different like, you know, areas of the community. Like, I've been volunteering at this one that a friend of uh, a few friends of mine started mm-hmm. um What's it just called? like uh twin cities togetherness mm-hmm. uh so a friend of mine started it um it's based out of north minneapolis we deliver uh hot meals uh that we get donations to make these hot meals for people 
to St. Paul and Minneapolis and just different areas around there. So I think today we did like 46 separate deliveries of like some of the orders were like up to 15 pieces. Wow. So, I mean, we're, you know, we're like, and these are just from people donating the things to be able to get these things out there. Because I mean, a lot of people don't, can't either afford to make food right now, don't have the option or the means to get to these locations that are open because, you know, some of them were destroyed during that time. So like, you know, they're just, they're, we have, and it's free. So, you know, like they're, they're, they don't have to pay for these meals. Like they're completely free from the community, which is really awesome. How do people get in touch with that if they wanted to, you know, help um i know that if you go to here i can actually look it up really quick because i know that if you donate to the venmo then they can use those uh donations to buy more products and so yeah if you just for venmo it would literally just be um Uh, sorry, sorry, sorry. They have so many different things going on here. Or like, what's the website or what's like the Instagram? It's here. Like the, oh, there we go. Twin Cities Togetherness. Cool. That's how it looks. Um, there's more information. They have like a few posts that just post more information and where you can uh, send like money to if you wanted to donate, which is really cool. And right now I think they're doing it Tuesday through Friday. So yeah. And every day is something different. Like, I mean, they've had like one day they had like meatloaf. I think they had like some type of quiche today. There's always vegan meals too, or vegetarian. Um, so they always have options for people. We also do like gluten-free, if you have gluten-free problem, uh, they have diabetic ones. So yeah, That's they, great. you know, helping out everybody that needs something. I have a question. Um, what is Minneapolis like? on a normal Memorial Day, like excluding um, all this stuff that happened? Fireworks in all the different cities and suburbs around the area, uh, people mm -hmm. outside grilling, uh, people on their boats, probably if they have a boat, uh, you right. know, like everybody's pretty much outside if they're able to be outside, like somewhere that they can usually watch fireworks or partying with their friends somewhere. Um, yeah. Usually just like, I feel like that's, if I had the time, normally that's what I would be doing is at least like hanging out with friends for a little while. Okay. Because I met you on 2012 at Smokers Club tour with Cassius. Yeah. And when you took us around the city, it seemed really like liberal, it seemed cool, kind of like Denver or uh, Seattle. Yeah, yeah. No, um, Denver and Minneapolis are very similar um, yeah. as far as like the vibes that you get from them. Except it for, just didn't seem at yeah. that racist, like the vibe of it. You know, I've been to I've been to everywhere in the United States, and it didn't. Minneapolis seemed cool, so it was kind of interesting that everything sparked up in that city. I think the honestly, I've talked to a few people about this, and it was just like you know, everybody I feel like felt like Minneapolis is so passive aggressive that like mm -hmm. it, you know, like we we protested before for other people that have been killed, you know, by police, like all over the world, like United States, not just like here. And, you know, there, it just got, I feel like it got to the point where like, there was so much evidence that if they did anything but charge these people, like it would be a slap in the face. Yeah. So I feel like, you know, they, they. I feel like Minneapolis just couldn't stay quiet any longer. Like, you know, you yeah. people only stay passive aggressive for so long before they snap. So, mm -hmm. I could dig it. Yeah, <laughs> we're like the quiet people. Like, I'm not. I I wouldn't even say I'm from Minnesota. I'm from Germany and California. I I don't even. I've been living here for ten years, so I I will claim here for now. But I I I'm not as passive aggressive as everybody else is here so yeah you said you're from california <laughs> well i yeah the well i say that because the first place i lived 
in the United States was California. And I lived oh, I in, yeah, I lived in Santa Clara. So that's like, rare. Yup. All the way up. Germany. You said Germany. Yes. California. Okay. Got yes. It. Germany, California, Wisconsin, Minnesota. Got you. Got you. Man. Yeah. Uh, Marshall, you have anything else before we get up out of here, man? Um, no, not really, man. Uh, yeah, man. Well, Tiffany, I appreciate your story, man. Rain, you got any yes. words too? My bad before we get about here. Um, in comparison to uh I guess all the places that you live, which one was your favorite? Germany for sure. I don't even know why I'm thinking about it. Like Germany is that is home forever and always. Where in Germany? Been. Um, I'm from Budgoitznach. So that's like Southwest Germany. It's near Frankfurt. Um, if, but yeah, if you have not been to Germany, you need to go. Um, I went to Berlin during the Christmas time, just last Christmas for the first time. Cause I hadn't been to Berlin. I've only stayed in like West Germany. Yeah. Everybody's got to go there. Like it's, that's it's a, tra- it's a, it's a transplant city. So, you know, you're going to run into everybody from everywhere. And I'm down I heard Berlin is like the party city of Germany. Oh, that too. I mean, they just have, it's kind of like, you know, uh, I mean, I guess it's a little bit like New York. It has New York vibes. That's what I got when I was there. Except for maybe more like, it's New York vibes mixed with Chicago. That's cool. I like that. I've been to Frankfurt. It was cool. I was, I was younger. I went to Frankfurt, but I loved like the, 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 clarity of like the air it's kind of like Oregon oh, like yeah. all the trees and yeah. stuff like that but I need to go to Berlin for the show huh were you I, I playing football recommend. were you playing football soccer out there when uh, I when I went yeah is that why you were out there was that when you were no nah, my ball? um my sister used to have a boyfriend that was full German when she went uh, to um when she get to, went to get her masters in Amsterdam I guess she met him there and then his parents um, on the airline. Have you heard of Lufthansa, Tiffany? Yeah, I've, I flew on that once. Yeah, they own that airline. So me and my mom had went out oh, there when nice. I was in high school. And it was fun. I liked it. Like, it was it was definitely different, but I liked it. I, it didn't feel really racist. It felt a little, felt white, but it didn't really feel yeah. racist. <laughs> That's what's up, man. That's what's up, man. Well, Tiffany, man, I appreciate you coming on the show, honestly, yeah, man. Sure. Your story was very <laughs> powerful. Very, I hope mm-hmm. I really just wanted you to be able to use this platform to talk because I was so shocked by the story because I didn't I, I seen it because this happened like a week ago, right? Was yeah. it like a week ago this happened? Uh or two weeks ago this a happened. little it was a little over a week ago. It was last week on Monday. Yeah. So okay. when when I seen that, I was like, Oh yeah, you gotta come on the show, man, and talk about this because that was crazy, yeah. man. And I don't want your story to get smeared or get it. This could be a focal point. Like, nah, hold up. Yeah. <laughs> that was it. So I appreciate you. Um, and um, for all your podcast needs, audio and visual, go to productiveculture.com backslash podcast. And how did you hear about this section? Put in Argoon Radio. For all your uh, clothes, accessories, UTV lifestyle dot shop, store, store, excuse me, UTV lifestyle dot store. We got some new stuff in there coming in. Huh? No, not till not till uh, July. That's when summer will drop. Okay, okay. So yeah, but everything everybody. everything there is basically sold out. You know, I got a couple pairs of jeans. That's about it. <laughs> hey man, them jeans is hard. So you're going to get you a pair if you don't go on there. <laughs> go cop cop them up. Got a few more left. <laughs> I feel you. I feel you, man. Hey, um, Marshall, I know you were doing like a lot of uh. You know, protests and charities. Do you have anything you want to shout out during this time where people Tap can help in, out? man. Newtown Task Force shirts coming uh, this Friday. I'm going to have pre-orders from Friday till Juneteenth. And um, all the proceeds will be going to Black Lives Matter, i.e. Torch Production. So $20 a sh- uh, shirts are going to be 30 donating 20 from every shirt to Black Lives Matter, i.e. So our goal is to sell 150 shirts and get them $3,000. You could put me down for one for sure. You know that. Got you. So I'll have links for everybody uh, this Friday. I'm gonna be selling them on two websites. So by the time this episode drops, it'll be you can get a shirt. By the time yeah, you this should, is dropping, you should be able to get a shirt. Be able to get a shirt. Oh. And, um, so where's the website? 
I'll have the website up. Um, oh, okay. Text it to you. Put on this part of the podcast when we upload it or whatever. Yeah, and well, then, I'll um, put it on the website. We'll put it on the Big Cali World uh, website. I- I'll tell you. Okay, cool. And then, um, yeah, man, it's going to be dope because I'm collabing with uh, a lot of local brands, man. So, a little mobile tea for the, for the cause, man. So, we're trying to do something special. So. Hey, you know it's going to be you doing? It's going to be real fire, man. I will show you all the artwork right now, but I ain't going to premiere that just yet. Don't do it, man. Don't do it. Do Keep it, it man. secret. But, yeah, so, man, are you doing some dying this weekend, Marshall? Um, no, nah, but if you want to, if you want to, uh, actually, man, so I graduate on Thursday, bro. Tomorrow and Whoa, uh, Friday. Wait, yeah, bro. Whoa, whoa. Congratulations. Thank you. I've been hey. so caught up in doing like finals and midterms and stuff, bro. Throwing like, that in there casually. You don't <laughs> feel real Thank you. So Let I got to go, go back go. and all to take that, and then I'm transferring out of that thing. So. Go do you, another app. Get it. Go ahead. What's your degree in? What are you uh, graduating? So I'm getting, I'm getting a. I'm gonna have like five different AAs, but I'm transferring for communication. Nice. So go and then uh, hopefully I go to transfer to Cal State San Bernardino or Cal State Fullerton, and then um, I'll be attending there in the spring. Take a little okay. break, get some time off. Get my my dad pulling up. My dad's from San Bernardino. That's where he was. Oh, it's late. Yeah, wow. yeah. That's that's how I ended up in California to begin with, because he's from California. Wait, your dad's from so Bernardino? Yeah, my dad's from San Bernardino. Wow. That's wild. Yeah. <laughs> that's Utah's, rare. Man, they, they global. Yeah. <laughs> that's lit. So wait yeah. a minute. So he's a, you're from you lived in Germany or were you born in Germany? I was born in Germany, and then I lived there for a few years. And then so yeah, I went from the Dino and met your mom in Germany. Yes, because he, he was in the army, so you know it was an that army love story. That's I like tight. it. Man. I like yeah. it. <laughs> I like it, man. All right, but um, also for this podcast, go to uh, bigcaliworld.com. Um, also we're gonna put the link for um the. What's it called? One more time, Marshall. I'm sorry, I don't want to mess it up. Uh, town Task Force. Yeah, the Town Task Force shirts. Don't you can shoot get them. Me. Yeah, you're gonna get them for thirty dollars on the BigCaliWorld.com. I'm gonna put the link up, or you can go to his uh, Instagram, uh, Marshall No Money, and you'll see it right there in the URL. All right. But uh, yeah, I think I, I plugged everybody. I think I said everything. <laughs> and uh, yeah, man, uh, another one we're gonna do. We're gonna put this out. We're gonna do another one next week. We're gonna come back to back when you're stopping. Hopefully we'll be in the studio soon. Get back to normal. Get over this quarantine wave. Still staying safe. Yep. Still practicing social distancing. Tiffany, yep. thank you so much. I appreciate you. And be safe out there. And, you know, keep in touch with us, man. For real. And hit us of next course. time you come back home. <laughs> um, I plan to come in, like, September because I'm turning 30. So it's, I got to hey. right. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hit us up. <laughs> Turn oh, up. yeah. All right. All right. Well, thanks, guys. Yeah, for sure. Thank you. Thank All you. right, y'all. Bye. Bye.